0: Welcome to 2022, our year of great increase, as prophesied by our pastor, Pastor Boni Bahati. We believe that as you listen to this sermon, God will greatly increase and multiply you in all the five core areas of your life. Be blessed as you listen. Father, I want to thank you for today. Thank you because you will speak to all of us. Thank you because this will be a good day. In Jesus' name. Amen. So I want to continue on symptoms of backsliding. Symptoms of? Because I want all of you to come back to Jesus. So maybe in the course of diagnosis, we didn't mention your symptom. So you thought you've not backslidden. So I decided I need to speak more. So in the course of our diagnosis, perhaps you didn't do what? You didn't see yourself in the symptoms. So I decided to add a few more symptoms so that everybody here will see themselves. Are we together? So we said symptom number one is? Symptom number one is? Bad company. And why are we looking at symptoms? Because symptoms reveal Tell about symptoms reveal, symptoms reveal conditions. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor symptoms neighbor reveal, reveal conditions. conditions. So we said symptoms reveal conditions. And symptom number one was what? Bad company. And we said bad company always leads to? So we said symptoms reveal conditions. And we said symptom number one is bad company. And bad company will always lead, to lead you to bad Bad company always leads to bad. Jesus. Symptom number two. Looking backwards. looking backwards. The Bible says, remember Lord's right. Remember Lord's wife. That's all the Bible says. Remember Lord's wife. That's all. Tell me, remember, remember Lord's wife. That's all. Remember who? I can't hear you. Remember who? Lord's wife. Yeah, The Bible doesn't say, remember Noah. Remember Abraham. Remember David. It says, remember who? One of the people we are told to remember is Lord's wife. And Lord's wife turned into a pillar of salt because she looked back. She was walking with the Lord, but her eyes were on the world. If you keep walking with the Lord and your eyes are on the world, are on the girls that you left behind, on the boys you left behind, it's a matter of time before you turn into a pillar of salt. Number three? I can't hear you. Number three? overconfidence. When you think, ah, me, I can't fall. Me, I'm super strong. Ah, Tell your neighbor, neighbor Overconfidence Can easily Make you Backslide The Bible says, therefore let him who thinks he stands Take heed lest he does what? So anytime you think you are standing Be careful You could be on your way down Come for fasting, I will not fast Me, you know me, I don't need to fast I'm strong, be careful that could be an indicator that you're almost backsliding. And we said backsliding is not a tire bust. Tell me about backsliding is not a tire bust. It's a slow puncher. It's, it's a slow fade. It's a slow fade. Have you been watching uh, videos Then you see them churning from one scene to another? How they, they turn the scene slowly from one scene to another? That's called a slow fade. Right, pastor? That's a slow fade. Where you fade, the, 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 the first Sins fade slowly to the other sin That is what backsliding is You fade slowly You don't realize that the sins are changing So you could be in church But slowly the sin is fading into a club You could be going to heaven But slowly the feed Of the, the sin is changing To hell So be careful, remember be careful Backsliding Is a slow fade Number four Number four, or number five. Number five. Four. Number four. The Bible says, Stubbornness is as the sin of what? Iniquity and idolatry. The Bible says, Stubbornness is as the sin of iniquity and idolatry. We said iniquity is all the sins of the world put together. Idolatry is what? Worship of idols. So you and somebody worship idols are the same if you're stubborn. When God looks at a stubborn person and looks at a windy, he puts you in the same category. Because you both worship idols. Your idol is called stubbornness. Are we together? Number what? Number five. Christian. Be careful of Christian surprises. What are Christian surprises? Christian surprises are some surprises that you experience when you join the the brothers. I'm so sure most of you, when you come to church, you thought when you got born again, you thought that these people who are here are perfect. That is far from true. If we were perfect, we would not be bathing. We would not be going to the shower to do what? The fact that we shower every day shows how corruptible we are. That we shower in the morning and in the evening we are smelling. That's how corruptible our bodies are. Tell about your body is corruptible. Your body is corrupt. It is rotten. Yeah, that's why you shower. And you know if you don't shower, what happens? So Christian surprises are when you come into the faith and you are naive. You think that when you pray, God has to answer your prayer. At when you want him to answer. Of course he will answer your prayer, but not at your terms. So when he doesn't answer your prayer, Oh, I want to get married by December of 2022. By then, Lord, if I'm not married, I'm leaving Christianity. Eh hey. then it's November and nobody has sex. And you know you can't get married in one month. So you get surprised and you say, Enough with God, I quit. You say, Lord, if you don't give me a job, by May, I'm no longer a Christian. Ah. My friend, you'll be in July and you don't have any job. Yeah. Because you cannot go you cannot hold God at ransom. You can't put a gun at, at him and tell him you have to behave. Those are called Christian surprises. Are we together? Oh Lord, how come I'm a Christian and I don't have school fees? When is God Ministry of Education? He's not. Tell about he is not. Yes. So Christian surprises can make many people backslide, but from today, I want you to know that they are, called, they are things called Christian. Yes. And when you get them, don't get what? Surprised. Are we together? Yes, don't be surprised. Tell about don't be surprised. Bible says, having not amazement Give me that scripture in 1 Peter 1 Peter chapter what? 1 Peter 3.6 Quickly, 1 Peter 3.6 Is the distance to their Father? The Bible says, as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord. Hey, Lord, why don't our wives call us Lord? And your daughters, how many daughters of Sarah are here? daughters of Sarah. All of you girls, are, the Bible says you are daughters of Sarah. Look at you, you. don't want to lift your hand. Lift your hand. If you're a lady, you're a daughter of Sarah. That's what the Bible says. Right? But, but you don't call us Lord. Obey the Bible. Anyway. The Bible says, as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters you are if you do good and are not afraid with any King James. Use King James or Amplified. If you are not afraid, that, that okay, thank you. And now, and you are now her true daughters. If you do right and let nothing terrify you, not giving way to hysterical fears or letting anxieties do what? Unnerve you. To have anxiety unnerve you is to be surprised. To, to be given to terrors is to be surprised. From today, tell your about from today. Don't be surprised. Don't be unnerved. Don't be unnerved. I can't hear you tell your neighbor, neighbor. The pastor is saying, we should not be unnerved. Number six. Number six. Someone who is easily, someone who is very touchy. Oh, why are you not, why are you not smiling today? The president worship sang for long. The other Sunday, why are you not happy? Oh, today the notionship was well, it's very short. We need to make it longer. When it is longer, you want it shorter. Tell your neighbor. neighbor when you are a touchy person, you backslide easy. Have you seen people who are touchy? Yes. I and oh, unto you, if you date someone who is touchy. That's not the eye you usually give me. Who are you giving you my normal eye? Unapumuan. Unapumu Ajeleo. Uchanita babe. People who are touchy. Such people are even born to leave you in a relationship. If you are dating somebody who is easily touchy, the potential of them leaving you is very high. They can leave you. Tell your neighbor they can leave you. They can go. They can go. Yes. Because they are easily offended. Jesus said, blessed is he that is not easily offended by me. Don't be easily offended. And the person who was saying that you, cannot, you should not be easily offended or someone who was calling people vipers. Jesus was calling people snakes and dogs. Satan. me have never called someone Satan. But Jesus has called someone Satan. He told told Peter, one of his best disciples, get thee behind me, Satan. He's one of his best. So that is to tell me that sometimes the best can receive abuses because they behave some way. And the master expects them to behave a different way. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, when you are easily offended, You will backslide Number seven Forgetfulness The Bible says Oh unto me If I forget Jerusalem Oh unto me if I forget what May my right hand forget its skills May my right hand forget its skills Like Lord If I forget Jerusalem Let my right hand receive what A stroke Let it have a stroke when your right hand forgets its skills, It means your hand cannot move You have a stroke Have you seen people with stroke Who are paralyzed So the psalmist was cursing himself If he forgets If, you, if I forget you O oh Jerusalem Let my right hand forget its skills If you forget what the Lord has done for you If you forget what the pastor has done for you If you forget what your parents have done to you It's a very dangerous sign Bible says, for God is not unrighteous to forget. So that means forgetting is unrighteousness. If you forget the people who helped you when you were poor, they made you who you are today. Now you become strong and you forget. You are, cause, you are causing yourself to undergo a paralysis. Because there's a curse from the book of Psalms. Let my right hand forget its skills. Let it be paralyzed. Number eight. I can't hear you. Anger at? You are easily angered. You cannot be angered. The Bible says, correct not a fool. Correct not. Correct him not. Because he will just hate you. That's what the Bible says. But when you correct a man who loves life, when you do what? When you correct a wise man, he will love you because he loves life. But correct a scoffer, and he hates you. Anytime you are angry because you are corrected, it shows that you are a fool. Tell me you are a fool. f If you are get angered, or if you get angry at correction. How can you be angry at correction? Number nine. Praying. Praying less praying, The Bible says Pray without ceasing How come you cease to pray? And the Bible commands you to pray without But you, you've ceased From praying Tell about pray without ceasing, pray without ceasing. Yes tell, I can't hear tell you tell your neighbor neighbor I'm, you. neighbor I'm talking to you If you don't want to backslide to pray. pray without ceasing Number nine, not being, lack of commitment is a sign. You see those who don't come for Tuesday, you're wondering, "Where where did they say those things? On Tuesday, lack of commitment, lack of commitment is a dangerous sign. The Bible says people who are committed are like trees that are planted by the rivers. They are not afraid of heat or drought. That's what the Bible says in Jeremiah. They shall be like trees planted by the rivers who are not afraid of the heat or the dry season. So how come you, you are afraid of heat and dry season? You are afraid of heat and dry season because of one reason. You know what reason it is? Because you're not committed. You're not planted. You don't expect a tree that is planted by the rivers. To be committed is to be in one place for a long time. Like the trees outside, we can say they are committed to our compound. Because you've never met them at Tumaini. Atunafanyanyiniku leo, nekomaraundi. If you find such a tree, you will curse it. You'll say, hey, you. I don't like such trees. True or not true? I can't hear true or not true. So in the same manner, in the same manner, when you're not committed, you're like a tree that is not planted. Number ten, right? Did I give you number ten? Number ten? Irregular? We say it if you have if you go to a doctor and a doctor diagnoses that you have an irregular heartbeat. That is a very dangerous sign. Because our heartbeat is supposed to be regular. How come yours is regular? It's irregular. It's not regular. So US is irregular, regular. It meets correctly twice, then that beat is a misbeat. So you are irregular, regular. Or you are regular. Irregular. Correct ones, two misbeats. When that happens, you get something called what? Heart attack. You die. That's a heart attack. That means there is a problem with your heart. They either put a pacemaker on you or you die. When a doctor sees such a person, you know this is a person in shock who can easily die. Are we together? Are we together? Number? Number 11. Number 12. Did I give you number 12? Symptom number 12 of backsliding, fasting less, fasting less. I told you you will find yourself, because you are encouraging yourself. Me, uh, on all those, I'm not there. On this one, I, so, I have so many people. Fasting less. About fasting less, fasting less is an indicator of somebody who is about to backslide. What does the Bible say? Now, fasting keeps the believer from backsliding. In the Bible, the word fasting is associated with the word affliction. In the Bible, the word associated with fasting is affliction. The word associated with fasting in the Bible is affliction. In fact, the word affliction can be interchanged for the word fasting. So to fast is to afflict yourself So when the Bible is talking about fasting Sometimes it will interchange the name fasting With the name of affliction So the fact that you don't afflict yourself enough Or often Is a good indicator That you are what? You are backsliding A room is quiet Because a lot of us here are backsliding Isaiah 58. Isaiah 58. Everybody should be writing notes. Isaiah 58. The Bible says, let's start from verse 1. Cry aloud. Spare not. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Tell my people their transgression and the house of Jacob their sins. Verse 2. Yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways as a nation that did righteousness. And did not forsake the ordinance of their God So these guys were seeking him daily They were coming to church like righteous people They were looking as if they are a nation that has not forsaken the ordinance of God But they had forsaken it Uh They ask of me the ordinances of justice They take delight in approaching God You are a church goer, you come on Sunday, Tuesday and go for love group on Thursday you were really a churchgoer. You like doing religion. You're not a Christian. You're just a religious person. You know, there are a lot of Christi- uh, atheists that are Christian. Christian atheists. Christian atheists. You don't really believe in God. But you live like someone who does. You are a Christian, but you are an atheist. You don't believe in God. But you live like someone who believes How do I know you don't believe in God? You have no faith You don't do the things that make us see That you believe in God But when people are called you are, because, Just because you are called John, James, Peter You think you are born again Tell your neighbor, neighbor Don't be a Christian atheist Just be a Christian A Christian atheist is somebody who's just religious You come to church out of religion You have no relationship with God even when we are singing worship, you are like this. First it was fragrance. Then it turned to fire. My worship is my weapon. Why are these people so happy? This is how I win my battle. This is how I win. Everybody do this. This is how I win. Everybody you do this. Unresponsive. You are unresponsive. We are telling you do this because you are winning. You are, wondering, are you winning what? You are just a religious guy. Christian so you are a christian atheist you are an atheist but a christian you live as if you believe in god but you actually don't the bible says having eyes they see not having ears they hear not and having legs they walk not so you look like someone who actually believes in god but you don't believe you are like what the bible says that you look yourself in the mirror and you forget how you look have you seen girls who look themselves in the mirror and forget And the next time they see a mirror, they are still doing this on the streets. On the streets, if you are walking with a lady and they see a mirror, just look at them. When you see a mirror, just just be careful on the girl, you will see. They they have to stop and do this. And they have looked themselves earlier on, but they forgot how they look. I don't want movements at the back, kindly. Tell your neighbor, don't be a Christian atheist. Verse 3. Why have we fasted, they said. And you have not seen. Why have we afflicted our souls? And you take no notice. So they were saying, Lord, we have fasted. Then the next word they use for fasting is affliction. We have fasted and afflicted our souls. So to fast is to afflict your soul. What is to afflict? To afflict is to cause injury. To cause pain. So fasting is causing pain on self. It's denying self-pleasure. Some of you, you actually don't need to fast from eating. Your fast should be to fast from social media. Because that's where you drive your pleasure from. That's where you drive your, your charisma from. Your esteem from. Some of you, you need to fast from bad thoughts. Your thoughts are evil. So if you can afflict yourself of bad thoughts, you will actually be fasting. So fasting is also doing what? Afflicting yourself. All about fasting is also afflicting yourself. James chapter 4 verse 9. I understand. you only in the Old Testament. This is New Testament. James chapter 4 verse 9. The Bible says, Lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to... I can't hear you do What? Use King James. Lament. To lament is afflict. Be afflicted. Be what? Lament and mourn and weep. To be afflicted, he says, fast and mourn and weep. When you're fasting, it's like you're mourning. Because when you're fasting, you have no joy. Like happiness. You're not everywhere. You are cool, you are waiting on the Lord That's why when we fast here We come for seasons of withdrawal We withdraw ourselves from everything The Bible says And they withdrew themselves And went into the desert of Tekoa They withdrew themselves Paul withdrew himself And went into the desert of Arabia For two years Waiting on the Lord for two years Be afflicted Withdraw yourself The fact that you are not afflicted The fact that you don't fast is a clear indicator that you are about to backslide if you're not backslidden already. Hey, Pastor, show me another scripture. Psalms 119. Psalms 119, verse 67. Psalms 119. The Bible says, Before I was afflicted, I went astray. But now I keep your word. Come on, let's read together. One, two, three. I can't hear you. One, two, three. Before I was, I went. But now, before I fasted, I went astray. How do you afflict yourself? You afflict yourself by fasting. So that is to tell me the first thing that fasting does, it brings you back in line. It brings you back in line. It brings your bearing back. Have you ever ridden a, bi- a bicycle or driven a car that has a problem with your bearing? How does the wheel move? It right? moves something like that. doesn't go straight. It's not smooth. You will feel like the wheel is dancing. That is what happens to us when we don't fast. You start living the bearing. Your wheel of life is not moving smoothly. Your wheel is moving, dancing. Weak. But the Bible says, Before I was afflicted, That is what was happening to me. But now that I'm afflicted, now that I have fasted, I keep your word. One of the areas that fasting will help you is keeping the word of God. The Bible says it's not by power, it's not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. So only the Holy Spirit, Magi, with your russian dress, can help you keep the word of God. The Bible says, how can a young man keep his ways pure? How can a young man keep his ways pure? By keeping the word of God. Your word have I hidden in my heart that I may not sin against you. Do you know why we have so many thieves in Kenya? Because our hearts are empty. There's nothing hidden in our hearts. There's nothing hidden in our hearts. Do you know why we have many murders in Kenya? Our hearts are empty An empty heart can kill An empty heart can steal An empty heart can rape An empty heart can dump five girls And break their hearts With one man In one month, yeah, in one month Five girls Breaking their hearts Because your heart is empty But when the word of God is hidden in your heart It keeps you From doing wrong Your word have I hidden in my heart that I may not sin against you. So what keeps you from sinning is what is hidden in your heart. That's why I said we have so many thieves in Kenya because our hearts are empty. There's nothing hidden in your heart. That's why you can answer back your husband and wife or husband you can beat your wife because there's nothing that restrains you. So one area of fasting or rather one area that fasting helps us It helps us by afflicting our souls and helps us keep the word of God in our hearts. Before I fasted, before I afflicted myself, I went astray. But now I keep your word. Give me a message, Bible. Before I afflicted my soul, before I prayed, before I learned to answer you, I wondered, all over the place. But now I'm in step with your word. Before I learned to answer you. Where do you learn to answer God? In prayer. It is in prayer that you learn to answer God. And fasting is praying. Fasting is not detoxing. Hey, some of you fast to detox. That is hunger strike. I'm talking about fasting that is coupled up with prayer. The fact that you don't fast. When was the last time you you (laughs) fasted? When was the last time you fasted? When was the last time? When was the last time you fasted? When? You only fast when the church calls for a fast. Or when your elder or your shepherd calls. And even when your shepherd says, let's fast. You will not fast. When was the last time you fasted? When? Do, do an honest introspection of yourself. An honest analysis. Put yourself on an X-ray scanner. On a CD scan. And scan your life. Ask yourself the hard questions. Because only, only the hard questions will unstuck you from where your life is. When was the last time you fasted? Only fasted, but I am sure. you fasted, fasted, No, you're in default. I want a choice. First thing where there was food, but you said, I will not take you food. I want to seek God. I want to be close to God. I want to move closer to you. I want to be tried by fire, purified. You take whatever you desire. Lord, it's my my life. life. I
1: want to be be tried by fire. fire. Purify, take whatever you
0: desire. Lord is my life. When were you tested through fire? Because first thing is affliction. It is testing yourself through fire. I want to be tested by fire. I wanna be tried by you. When did you take yourself before the Lord and say, Lord, try me? Before the Lord When, before I was humbled I wondered I wondered Because another meaning of afflict is to humble Look, the Bible says If my people who are called by my name Shall humble themselves And pray That humble there means If my people who are called by my name Shall fast and pray Because to humble yourself before the Lord Is to fast and wait on the Lord When did you tell the Lord? Here I am. I want to be tried by fire. Purified.
1: You take whatever you desire. Lord, he's my life. I want to be tried by fire. Purified. You take whatever. Lord is my life.
0: fasting does, number one. Fasting keeps you in check.
1: I wanna buy
0: Says Before I fasted Before I afflicted myself I went astray So the psalmist said That before he fasted He went astray But when he fasted He was able to keep God's word And stay on track Slowly by slowly Human beings Gradually move away from God Because I've always told you There's a law called the law of degeneration Everything degenerates over time That's why you leave food fresh in the night In the morning it's spoiled That's why you were young yesterday Today you are older The day before yesterday you had no beard Now they have started to grow Two years down the line Your beauty is fading The last three years You were here, 6.30 Now you are at 9.30 Now you are at 6.50 Now you are at 9.30 And that's two years ago there's a law of called what the law of degeneration in the same manner human beings slowly move away from God we slowly lose the trail we slowly move away from the track the Bible says before I fasted I went astray before I fasted I couldn't keep on the track can you imagine what would happen to a locomotive a, a rail locomotive what is the name of that train what would happen to a train if it loses the rails, what would happen to that train? And that train is carrying 1,000 people, then it rails. It comes out of the rails. What happens to the train? People die. And some of you, that's what your life is like. You are no longer on, on, on the rail, on track. You're no longer keeping the track. And you're moving at a very fast speed. It's a matter of time before you die. Fasting keeps you on track. Psalms 119, verse 71. Psalms 119, verse 71. The Bible says, It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I may learn your statutes. Okay, let's start from where we are. Verse 60, what? Let's start from verse 67. I want us to read together. One, two, three. I went astray, but now... I keep you. I want everyone to read verse 68. Everybody should read. one, two, three. You are good and do good. Teach me your statutes. Mm-hmm. The proud have forged a lie against me, but I will keep your facets presets, my whole, with my whole heart. Uh-huh. Their heart is as fat as grease, but I have delight in your law. It is good for me that I have been, that I may learn your, when you're not afflicted, your your heart is as fat as grease. A fat heart. Do you know one of the causes of heart attack is a fat heart? A fat heart. What is a fat heart? A fat heart is a heart that is surrounded by cholesterol. Where is that, doctor? Not this one. The other doctor, Dr. (laughs) Wokwini. He's not here. If you ask him, he will tell you that a fat heart is a heart that is full of cholesterol. A heart that is full of what? Cholesterol. So, and the Bible says, if you don't afflict yourself, you get a heart that is fat. Look at your heart. It could be fat. And you're small and you don't know. How do I know your heart is fat? One of the signs that your heart is fat Is your unresponsiveness during worship During worship You will know hearts that are fat Hearts that are no emotions, Stone They can't be moved Their hearts are not purified So their heart is as fat as grease So they can't delight in the law of God They can't delight in the word of God They are off track why are they off track? They are off track because they are hard and unresponsive. Their heart responds to nothing. Their heart responds to no emotion. They can't cry before God. But when you afflict yourself, the Bible says, afflict, mourn, and weep. When you are afflicted, you automatically learn how to mourn Because the grease in your heart begins to drip off. The grease in your heart begins to do what? Drip off. So your heart easily perceives God. Your heart is easily moved closer to God. Recently I felt like I really I was really missing God. I told my wife, I really feel like I miss God. And I know when I feel that I miss God, I know what that means. That means my heart is fat. I'm not I'm no longer responsive to Him. That's why I felt like I, I I even felt like crying. I was on the golf course. I wrote her, I am so overwhelmed. I feel like I miss God. And it's true I had missed him. Because December I was eating. Like you and me. The whole of January I have not fasted. I have just been eating. So my heart has grown fat. And when my heart is fat, even when God is next to me, I will not hear. You can imagine I am saying my heart is fat. What is yours? Obese. Your heart is in obese state. That's why you are not responsive. Your heart is actually fat itself. You have no heart. It's the fat now. It's made up of, your heart is made up of fat. You are fat. So, you can't even feel God. Like when we worship, most of the time God is in the house. But you can't feel Him. This row here, here. That side dead. That side dead. They will not respond to God at all. Because their hearts are fat. They are Christian atheists. You are coming to church out of religion. Not because in your relationship with Jesus You are off track You are off track So fasting will bring you back on track Before I afflicted myself I was astray Verse 71 But now that I have afflicted myself It is good that I afflicted myself It is good for me that I have been afflicted that I may learn your statutes Now that I am afflicted I want to learn your ways I want to sense when you are around I want to feel you. You some of you can't come to church unless your shepherds comes to get you. It's a sign of a fatty heart. Fatty heart. Roho Iliona mafuta. But in the club, the whole night, you are enjoying your life. Eh? You are okay. You have a fatty heart. Another way to know a fatty heart, I've told you number one, to know a fatty heart is during worship. Another way of knowing a fatty heart is during giving. A fatty heart cannot give. A fatty heart, tell them about a fatty heart, cannot give at all. Let me teach you something. When your heart is closed, your hands are closed. When your heart is what? your hands are closed. Or how Pastor Victoria put it. What did you say? When your heart is closed, your, heart, your fist is glitched. And how do you know a closed heart? A closed heart is a heart that is not responsive to the power of God. At all. Not responsive at all. When your heart is hardened by fat, your heart is hardened by fat Your hands will always be closed That's why When fat gets into your heart eh, It makes it Impossible for blood to pass through The, The arteries So what happens? You die Because the heart is supposed to be a giver So once the heart stops giving You start dying The fact that you don't give Is the reason why you are dying financially You are as broke as not a church mouse. Even mouses in church are rich. You are as broke as a mouse in your house. Because your house has nothing. The cockroaches are on strike. They are on strike. You are as broke as they say a church mouse. Broke because your heart is hardened. Therefore, your hand is closed. A hardened heart equals to a closed How do you make your heart not to be hardened? I have afflicted myself. Before I afflicted myself, I went astray. Now that I've afflicted myself, I want to keep your presence. Fasting, number one, keeps you on track. Number two, fasting. The second thing that fasting does, fasting makes you humble. Fasting makes you humble. Fasting makes you Another word that is associated with fasting in the Bible Is humility James 4.10 James 4.10 Another word that is associated with fasting Pastor Genio Is humility People who fast are humble people This week the people who will be fasting Is people who have decided to humble themselves The Bible says Humble yourself before the mighty hand of God And he will lift you up Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord And he will lift you up One way to humble yourself in the sight of God Is to do what? To fast God says we should humble ourselves by fasting Humble yourself in the sight of God Hey master, where is that in the Bible? Psalms chapter 35 verse 13 The Bible says But as for me When they were sick my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled myself with what? I can't hear. You can we read it together. One, two, three. Can we read it together? I humbled myself with what? And my prayer would return to my own. But the major point is, I humbled myself with fasting. So when the Bible says, humble yourself before the mighty hand of God or before the sight of God, that he will lift you up. He is basically saying, humble yourself in fasting or by fasting, then God will lift you up. That's why any time you fast, God will always lift you up. Any time you fast. Look, fasting is a spiritual exercise that is performed by all religions. All. Because fasting is for spiritual people. Waganga fast, for your information. They fast for power. They can go without food. I was being told by some people from Kitui that they met somebody. They met somebody who is a Mganga. And the Mganga told them they cannot even swallow saliva because they were fasting. It's true. They cannot swallow saliva. I can't remember who it was telling me, but one of the people from Kitui. Ah, yeah, one of the people. They could not swallow saliva because they were fasting. That's how strong fasting is. Muslims fast. Indians fast. If you watch documentaries of Indians, they fast on the mountains. They fast on the mountains. And their fast is not to God. Them, they are not fasting to God. They are fasting to idols. They are fasting to idols. And imagine, their fasting still produces power. They enter into realms of the spirit realm. They start doing things in the spirit realm that cannot be done in the natural realm. You see somebody with a broom, like recently we saw a video trending Of somewhere in Karen Where they were. the witch doctor came at night with a broom Flying you, You're joking Passed through the wall It was caught on, on CCTV here in Karen He came with a broom Flying Then he appeared Then he went through the wall Got the child of that home And came with him out Fasting produces power and that power is in humility so as Christians we fast so that we can humble ourselves before God we don't fast to fly with brooms as we fast to humble ourselves before who? before the mighty hand of yes before the mighty hand of God that's why we fast remember we fast so that we can humble ourselves and how do you humble yourself? You humble yourself through prayer. You Tell about through. So humility is found in fasting. Tell about humility is found in fasting. And number three. Number three. Some problems will only be solved when you fast. Some problems will only be solved when you fast. Some problems will only be solved when you fast. Another reason for fasting is that there are some particular problems that can only be fasted, that can only be solved through fasting. Some people have problems that keep, them make, that keep them backsliding. They have problems that are going to make them backslide over and over. They come, follow Jesus, move back. Follow Jesus, move back. Some of these problems that are causing backsliding and causing you to walk the way you are, causing, you are walking can only be solved through fasting. Eh, uh, master, is that in the Bible? Yes, Matthew chapter 17, verse 21. Matthew 17, verse 21. I told you the day I stand here and preach from Boni chapter 3, verse 4, run away. But as long as I'm preaching the Bible, believe the Bible. Tell me about believe the Bible. I can't tell you about believe the Bible. Jesus said, however, this kind does not go out except by, I can't tell you, except by prayer and? Not just fasting. Prayer and fasting. So you can pray, but not fast. But you cannot fast and not pray. They have to be coupled. If you're fasting, you have to pray. You cannot be fasting and you're sleeping in the house. You're not praying. That's not a fast. It's a hunger strike. You're just just on hunger strike. Maybe you want the UN to respond to your needs. It is them who respond to hunger strikes. For us... God responds to our fasting if we pray. The language that God understands is prayer. So there are some problems in your life that can only be solved through fasting. Yeah. In any look, I've told you for any spiritual person. Yeah. That's why even people in the dark world know for them to attain certain level of powers, they have to fast. And in the, in the dark world, they say, Mimi Daenda, Kokichaka, Nipiane kuku that's what they say. If you watch Nigerian movies, you see they fast, pray, and give. Where ah. am Christo? Kupeana. Ha! You say, me, I will fast, but I will not give. You are, you are, you are mumu, you are maf. Fasting and prayer and giving go together. That's why do you think we, uh, we decided to put consecration service after prayer. And fasting. Because at that point, there is a level of power that is not in an ordinary service. During that season, the level of power has been released in the atmosphere. is strong power. So if you lay a sacrifice at that level of atmosphere, you receive instant results. Because the power released. The Bible says the fervent prayer of a righteous man does what? Avails much. The fervent prayer of a righteous man Fervency in prayer is during fasting. You are praying in fervency. So when you pray at that time of fasting, you are praying with fervency, a lot of power is released. When that power is released, when you lay a sacrifice at that moment, problems have to break. Seasons have to change. Results have to be seen. Yes. Don't be these people who don't fast and exercise spiritual principles. You will remain in the same problems over and over. Some of you, the reason actually why you don't have a job right now, up to now, you graduated five years ago, is because you've not afflicted yourself and released enough power in the atmosphere that when you lay your sacrifice, you receive results. There's no sacrifice you're laying. And you're competing with people who lay sacrifices like crazy. You're competing with Muslims, perhaps. People who fast for, I don't know how many days. And give, you see, he says, I'm giving one, one sacrifice I'm giving is I'm building a whole mosque alone. You're competing with that person. You're competing with somebody who goes to a witch doctor and says, witch doctor, this V8, I'm giving it away. I want power. Or I want so and so fired in my office. Why, why do you want them fired? Because I don't like them. So I'm giving this offering to make them get fired. You're competing with such a person. And do you don't pray? Who won't be? Or two. You expect you'll be the same. You expect you'll have the same power. The Bible says the fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Availeth. Some problems will only be solved in your life, my dear, if you pray. Yeah. Some of you, the problems you have are not very big. It's just because you've not prayed and fasted about it. Yeah. Some of you, even if you pray and fast, during this season of prayer and fasting, you will break up with your boyfriend. Because he could be the cause as to why you're not progressing. So because of the power that is at work, God disconnects you with anybody that is not supposed to be with you. And He connects you with everybody who is supposed to be with you. Some problems will be solved. Your masturbation problem will be solved in prayer and fasting. Your prayer and fasting when you pray to God and fast and afflict your soul, you will see that problem will die. That problem will die. But you cannot die as it is right now. Because you are not praying. You are not fasting. You are eating. And you expect change. Spiritual things are for spiritual people. All spiritual things are for spiritual people. So when Jesus was saying that this guy does not go by prayer alone and fasting, Jesus meant that are, not all problems are the same. Some problems are difficult and can be solved through fasting. And can rather, some problems are difficult and can only be solved through fasting. It is no wonder that Christians who don't fast are weighed down by all kinds of problems. Even winter or cold seasons should not prevent Christians from fasting. Fasting should not be prevented by conditions, prevailing conditions. Because fasting is a spiritual exercise. It involves you and God. Not the atmosphere around you. When you start fasting, you change the atmosphere. You shift the atmosphere. You will see this week, the atmosphere here will be crazy because of prayer. I remember one time we were praying. For how many hours? We fasted and prayed for how many hours? Nine hours. That was the first time we did nine hours straight of prayer. Then we told God, Lord, we are believing you that this church will grow exponentially. You remember? That Sunday... From 200 people, we had 500 people. People were seated outside of the balconies, where we were. Others were seated on the floor, like downstairs. Others were watching us on TV downstairs, because we could not fit in the hall. And people were there, not going anywhere, continuously. The sun is hot, eh? because we we did not put tents for anybody. The sun is hot, but they are there. What was keeping them there? Power. What makes you come to church? Power. It's the power that is making you sit and listen to me I have power in the spirit That can make you comfortable You leave your house, you shower You shave your beards And you don't shave your hair in the chest but, And you come with it And you come with it A whole man You sit there And you listen to this man for one hour That is power So you, the reason why you have no power My dear You know why you don't fast and pray. Because fasting releases power. Power. You become a man of power when you can pray and fast. Prayer releases a magnetic aura around you. A magnetic aura of power. Look, how do I say to somebody, this week the Lord bless you and the Lord does that exactly. Why do you think I do that? Or, how, or what, what gives me that ability to say and things become? You've been telling people the same thing. And nothing happens. If anything, they get bad luck. That week is when they are stolen from. Because you have no power. I tell someone, you, if you continue like this, this and this will happen. There's a lady I told you, because you don't want to follow Jesus, you will realize that you become pregnant before you know it. It, it. it did not finish three months. She was pregnant, and the man who made her pregnant ran away. Now she had to raise a child with no father. Just because I told her, if you continue like this, power, the power in my ones. Because I fast and pray, I afflict myself. So I have power in the spiritual realm. The Bible says, You shall decree a thing and it shall be established. The reason why you, you decree and nothing happens is because you have no power in the spirit realm. You are a weak soul in the spirit realm. You are, you, you are a smoke. Have you seen. It? That's how some of you are in the spirit. You are like that much sick. When you switch it off, you just can smoke. But others are a bonfire. Do you expect the same intensity of a bonfire to be the same intensity of a matchstick? If you get close to a bonfire, it can consume you, right? But can a matchstick consume you? You consume it. You do, <laughs> and you consume it. Or do you put it in your mouth, and the smoke, and, you, and it dies. You do like this, then you remove the smoke. You see people who have been there before. <laughs> if you know what I mean, eh? Jesus spoke and said, this does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Number four, what fasting does? Number four or number what? Is it number four? Fasting prevents spiritual coldness. This is the fourth and the last one. Before you, you beat me. Fasting prevents spiritual coldness. What time is it? Ah, I thought it's one. Oh, and the way I'm, I'm doing it fast. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Okay. Fasting prevents spiritual coldness. But this... This is the very reason. Fasting prevents Spiritual coldness. This is the very reason why many Christians who live in Europe and America are a far cry from what they used to be in their own countries. They stopped praying and fasting for various reasons and have grown spiritually cold. When you're in Africa in trouble, you're saying, (coughs) Africans pray and fast because of the troubles they have. They pray and fast. But people who Get little money. Look at the little money you have. You stop praying and fasting. Look at yourself. And the only money you have right now with you is 2,000. But you're not fasting and praying. You become spiritually cold. You are a shell of what you used to be just because of 2,000. Guy, that is too much. 500. Even 100 will make you feel like you are rich. And you will not pray. Because of the 500 you have gold It has made you become spiritually cold You don't fast and pray Fasting prevents Spiritual coldness The Bible says That I have this against this church That they are neither cold Nor hot They are neither cold Nor hot Therefore I will spit you out of my mouth when you're neither cold or hot, you're what we call lukewarm. Have you drunk lukewarm water? How does it taste? I don't like lukewarm water. I'd rather drink very cold water. It will quench my thirst. But lukewarm water cannot quench my thirst. It has no purpose. Or lukewarm soda. Like someone heats the sodas just a bit, then gives it to you to drink. How is it? Have you drunk cold milk? How is it? Have you drunk lukewarm milk? How is it? Personally, I don't like it. And that's what you are right now in the spirit realm. You're lukewarm. The Bible says, we start from verse 10. From verse 10. This is the church of Rhodesia I think Yeah. Verse 11 Behold I am coming quickly Hold fast what you have that no one may take your crown Verse 12 He who overcomes I will make him A pillar in the temple of my God And he shall go out no more I will write on him the name of my God And the name of the city of my God The new Jerusalem which comes down Out of heaven from, from my God The new Jerusalem which comes Down out of heaven from my God and I will write on him my new name Uh he who has an ear let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches Uh verse 14 and to the angel of the church of Laodicea, write so the Bible says and to the angel of the church of Laodiceans, write these things says the amen, the faithful and true witness the beginning of all God's creation as 15. I know your works. You are neither hot nor cold. I could wish you were cold or hot. Like I wish you were just cold or hot. But for you, you are neither hot nor cold. You are lukewarm. You are not in any extreme. You are not in the extreme of being cold. Neither are you in the extreme of being. You are lukewarm. Spiritual coldness. Uh-huh. So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Now, when John the Revelator was writing to this church, it was a church in Asia, a city. Now, that city had, well, uh, uh, by that city was a hot spring. Do you know hot springs? Like, Baringo, is it Baringo or Lake Bogoria? Which has hot springs? Lake Bogoria. Lake Bogoria had hot, has hot springs. Now, the water from the hot springs is very hot. But now, the distance from the hot springs to Laodicea was quite a distance. So what they would do, they would try and get the water from that town, I've forgotten its name, to where Laodicea was. And what they would do, they would put streams, gullies, to try and get the water from upstream where it is hot to get to them, the city of Laodicea. But what would happen most of the time when the water would get there, it would, not, it would neither be hot nor cold. It would be lukewarm. That's why that's John the later used the word lukewarm. That's where it came from. So the water was not hot or cold. It was lukewarm. So he was telling them, this church you are behaving like the city you are in. It is neither hot nor cold. It is neither hot nor you are what? Fasting takes away spiritual coldness. And spiritual coldness is being lukewarm. That is what spiritual coldness is. You can't fast. You can't pray. You are unresponsive to the move of God. Unresponsive. You don't even sense when God is around. to do God is do you are Yes, because you are what? Cold. You are what? Cold. Something cold. Can you imagine ukeke ice cold? Gongo Show your eyes. Hey, chill you feel from up your head down to your toes. Eh? Serious chills, right? That's how some of you are in the spirit. So, even when God is trying to move, you can't feel nothing. You're dead. Fasting keeps you from spiritual coldness. One person who fasted in the Bible. I'm gonna give you three people who fasted in the Bible. Number one, the first person who fasted in the Bible is called Moses. Moses fasted for 40 days and 40 nights in the mountain. The Bible records that the Lord told Moses, meet me up in the mountain. And Moses stayed with the Lord in the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights. Then on the 40th day, he came down. And the Bible records that the face of Moses was radiant. That the Israelites could not look at him. They had to put a veil on his face. Like he was so radiant that they couldn't look at him. They had to do this. Look at me, everybody. They had to put a veil on him. Because he had been with God for 40 days and 40 nights. He had been with God in fasting and in prayer. That he carried the glory of God. That when he came down, he came down with glory. That is what fasting does. Fasting gives you glory you come down with glory, because when you're fasting, you're up in the mountains with the Lord. So when you fast, you come down with glory, with power. And the Bible says that the Lord told Moses, tell the children of Israel to consecrate themselves, because I will meet them down the mountain. But when the children of Israel saw Moses, they ran. They said, ah, no, 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 we can't look him in the face. Because he had been with the Lord. When he was fasting, that's during that fast is the same time when the Lord passed before him. And, then, and Moses told, him, told the Lord, I will not live here unless you go with me. I will not leave you unless you show me your face. Show me your face, Lord. And the Lord, the, because he was very persistent in prayer, the Lord told him, Moses, if you see my face, you will die. But don't worry, you will see me when I pass. So the Bible says that the Lord hid his eyes like this. And the Lord passed before him. So what Moses saw was his back. He saw his glory pass. But he couldn't see his face. So just because of seeing the back of God, he came down with such kind of glory. The Bible says, so when, Exodus 34, 30. So when Aaron and all the children of Israel saw Moses, behold, the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid to come. They were afraid to come near him. Because the face he had was shining. Can you imagine that you see somebody shining? That you are afraid to go near them. Verse 31. Verse 31. Then Moses called to them and Aaron and all the rulers of the congregation returned to him and Moses talked with them. They were afraid until Moses had to call them. Because this face of Moses... Sean, Let me show you something here. The Bible says, and this is how you shall bless the children of Israel in the book of Numbers. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you. What that means when the face of God, give me that scripture first. Is Numbers what? May the Lord, and this is how you shall bless the children of God. Quickly. It's Numbers or Deuteronomy? Numbers. Find me quickly, quickly. Somebody find me. And Moses called to them And his face shone His face was shining So strong was his face That they were afraid to come Hey, you are taking forever Numbers 625 624 And the Lord Start from verse 23 Speak to Aaron and his sons saying, this is the way You shall bless the children of Israel Say to them Mm -hmm. The Lord bless you and keep you Uh The Lord make his face shine and be gracious What does it mean to have the face of God shining on you? Now you've seen what happened when Moses met the Lord The face was radiant, right? That means the face of God is radiant So when the face of God shines on you It means what is on his face comes upon your face and what is on the face of God is favor so the favor that is in the face of God comes upon your face so when you fast and pray what is on God comes on you may the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you do you want what is on the face of God to come upon you do you want the Lord to I can't hear you? Do want the Lord to shine his to shine his face upon you? Yes. I can't hear you. Do you want the Lord to shine his face upon you? Yes. Then afflict yourself. Fast and pray. Message Bible. May the Lord make his face shine upon you. May the Lord make his face. God smile on you and gift you. God does what? May the Lord shine his face. May God be happy. Let him smile. And gift you. How will God gift you if you've not afflicted yourself in prayer? Ladies and gentlemen, Moses was gifted by God because he afflicted himself. The second person who prayed in the Bible and fasted was somebody called Daniel. There are several, but I'm just highlighting a few. Daniel. Daniel was a prime minister. Daniel reigned in three governments. Daniel was a very busy man. You can imagine being a prime minister. How busy you are. He was in charge of the entire nations on behalf of the king, Nebuchadnezzar. But Daniel, in his busy schedule, found time to fast and pray. Daniel, in his busy schedule, find, found time to fast and pray. You that is doing IT, with agriculture, you have no time to pray. You have no time to pray. Kamagera, you have no time to pray. You, that is doing beauty with IT, you have no time to pray. Daniel, you are doing cosmetology with IT. Daniel, a prime minister. The Bible says, in those days, I, Daniel... Was mourning three full weeks. He fasted for twenty-one days. Me, I'm just asking you to fast for five days. You will not. You say I'm very busy. I know I have school. And the school you have, you're failing. We got, you know, my soups. My soups in the Ozarko. We got are missing marks. But Daniel waited on the Lord for three full weeks. A prime minister. Prime Minister, Pastor. Praying. Shepherd up a Shepherd of You will not pray. Shepherd of six souls. Dancer, you will not pray. You just move your body. Moving your body will not take you to heaven. It will not open doors for you. No, it will not open any door. What will open doors for you is fasting. Yes, fasting and praying. The Bible says this problem does not come out except by prayer and fasting. There are some problems you know in your home. You know, your mother got you out of wedlock. Her mother got her out of wedlock. And they were all either 22 or turning 22. They became pregnant. You are 21 and a half. If you don't pray, the same cycle will repeat itself. This does not come out except by prayer and fasting. no, at TikTok, look Instagram. If you have, if the money you have cannot solve the problems you have, eat that money. If you, see eating my, if you see me eating my money, don't ask me why are you eating your money. My pastor told me, Jesus is coming soon. So I'm finishing all my money. Those are, those are the things you are doing. Say, Una sama, eat that money. You don't even have it. You have nothing to eat. And you are saying, eat that money. What are you eating? You have nothing. The people who have money, prime ministers, are waiting on the Lord. You with no money. You are eating. Eh? You live in a single room that looks like a boutique because the clothes are hanged around on the wall. You live in a house that has no window. The window it has is only one. Because it's by the road. A single room that looks like a shrine. And you're not praying. And you're not praying. There is no light. Even the light at the end of the tunnel is not in your house. Sadness, gloomy. And you are not praying. You are not fasting. And a prime minister, somebody with servants, somebody on salary, mourned and fasted for 21 days. Wombi. 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 <laughs> yeah? You live in a forest and you don't pray. Shama ho ho. New Shago And won't be. Kuinda. Can you imagine Kuinda? Una window na mashaitani. Na wombi. Na wombi. Una window on mashaitani. Kama munyama. Na wombi. Eh? Mukuru kwasho Mukuru kwa Hey, in those days, I Daniel was mourning three full weeks. Daniel fasted for twenty-one days without food. Without food, when is kungampi? Like you know, when pastor Ntakufa. Hey, pastor, faint. Pastor, usijali kufa takufa la maombi. During fasting, there is power. We can resurrect the dead. There is power. I I you. I I hey, I I am Where is <laughs> she? That's why you will be 30 and you live with your mother. You are 22 and you live with your mother. 22 year old. <inaudible> 22 year old. 22 zako. Look at 22 I was preparing to get married. I got married at 23. 23 or 24. 23 I got married. At 20 at 19 I had a company. I was employing several people. At 19. You you are 22. Chem na You are not praying. You are not waiting on God. You are busy by God. If you are too busy to pray, then you are too busy. You are too busy. Tell them if you are too busy to pray, then you are too busy. You know, a lot of people call backsliding maturity. A lot of people call backsliding maturity. You say, now, why don't we pray the way you used to pray? You know, now we mature Christians. We know how to deal in the spirit tram. We are deeper with God. We are tight. You are backslidden. That's why you don't fast and pray. And you're calling it maturity. You become proud. You are not humbling yourself before the Lord. At the, oh, I, look, by the way, I used to think this until I met a certain pastor. We were driving with them. Then they gave me a revelation. I, I was telling him, Ah, me, you know, he was asking me, Pastor, have you fasted he, he, the last two months? He said, Ah, I me, mean, Mr. Fast. I, I, he asked me, Why? Like, I, mean, I have not felt led by the Lord to fast. I was just trying to be spiritual. (laughs) Then you told me, Pastor, but the Bible doesn't say that. There's no way the Bible says uh, that you have to be led by the Lord to pray. The Bible only says that Jesus being led of the Spirit went into the wilderness to pray. Right? But the Bible does not say that he was led to fast. Right? He was just led into the wilderness to pray. Now that's not to mean that every time you want to fast, you have to be led. Because the Bible says, if my people who are called by my name, shall humble. So it is you to humble yourself. Because fasting is doing what? Humbling. Then I shall hear them from heaven. I shall hear their prayers and I shall heal their land. That's what the Bible says. When I humbled myself, if my people who are, are you a people of God? Are you called by the name of God? Then if you humble yourself, the Lord shall hear from heaven and he shall heal your land. If my people... Can we read it together? One, two, three. And, uh-huh, and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear and I will... And do what? I'll forgive their sins and heal their land. If my people are humble themselves. But you, you are waiting to be led. And the only time we see somebody was led to pray is once and it was Jesus. So you use you, you that as your bait. I was using it. I was saying hey, may I have to be led? When he told me that I said, by the way, to be led is good. You should actually be led by this. Because the Bible says as many as are led of the Spirit, they are the sons of God. However, when you don't feel led, you can humble yourself. Yet in the process of humbling yourself, you will feel led. But you, you don't even ought to be led. Atikulidiwa. Look, the devil cannot tell you to fast. The devil cannot tell you to leave that food. If anything, when you're fasting, the devil will be telling you that food smells nice. You Motura, Nitamu, Smoky Mindy, Nitamu. Lunch offers. Lunch offers. Kitungu. And Kitungu, Saumu, Garlic. Hey. Hey. Tell your neighbor, neighbor. Fasting is very important. And that person who fasted is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ fasted. The Bible says, and Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. He was done what? By the Spirit into the He fasted and prayed for 40 days and 40 nights. And the Bible says, and Satan tried him in those days. Satan tested him for 40 days and 40 nights. The Bible says, then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Uh And when he had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, afterward he was hungry. So Jesus. While he was fasting, he was not hungry. Eh, pastor. Watch out. The Bible says, afterward, he was hungry. So Jesus became hungry after fasting, not while fasting. Why was he not hungry during fasting? Stone could not overcome him because he was not hungry. The hunger came afterward. Why was he not hungry during fasting? The Bible says, for man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of. So while he was fasting, he was feeding on the word of God. So he was not hungry. So the hunger came afterward. Because he was eating the word of God. For man shall not live by, but by every word that comes from the mouth of. That's what he told Satan. When Satan told him, turn this stone into. Bread. He said, no, 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 no. Man shall not live by bread. After one, he was hungered. Not, and Jesus fasted for 40 days. And while fasting, he was hungered. It is not that they just put it there for the sake of it. If you, it is explaining something. If you don't want to be hungry during this season of withdrawal, listen to sermons, feed on the word of God, read your Bible. Listen to sermons, read your Bible. Tell you what, listen to sermons and read your. I can't understand. So during this season of fasting, tell you about, during this season of fasting, we will be listening to the series. The underground church. It's in the podcast. Tell you about, it's in the podcast. So the food, the meal will be feeding on. Tell the meal will be. The meal will be feeding on is the salmon series. The underground church. Are we together? Yes. When you and look, if you do what I'm telling you, you will see you will not feel hungry. I have seen it myself. When I'm fasting and I'm prayed, I don't feel hungry. I just drink something and I'm okay. But when I'm fasting and I don't find time to pray, hey. Hey, the hunger is within the fast. Not like Jesus afterward. Jesus took time to fast and pray. While he prayed, he read the word of God. And while he was feeding on the word of God, he was not hungered. The hunger came afterward. And Jesus, afterward, he was hungry. Okay, give me another version for that. Afterward, he was hungry. NLT. Okay, fine. Let's start with message. Jesus prepared for the test by fasting 40 days and 40 nights. Then left him, of course, in a state of extreme. So it left him. After 40 days, 40 days and 40 nights, it left him hungry. NLT, after he was hungry. NLT, 40 days and 40 nights, he fasted. And became very, afterward, he was hungry. So if you don't want to be hungry during fasting, my dear friend, my dear friend, what's your name? Patience, Meshach. Or Patience. Patience. If you don't want to be hungry during fasting, read the Bible and listen to sermons. For man shall not live by... Man shall not live by... Oh, I thought you were were chatting there. Tell your neighbor, neighbor. If you don't want to be hungry... During fasting. During fasting, do what? Do what? Listen to sermons. Listen to sermons and do what? So what, the reason why I say listen to sermons is because as you're listening to sermons, you will hear a scripture, right? Now open that scripture and read it. You're just reading from your phones, right? And you're listening. It's just, Your phone cannot do two things. Eh? just pause and read some phones can't they can't multitask which phones cannot if you have such a phone we cast it in Jesus name may the Lord give you a new phone this week as you're fasting anything you ask the Lord may the Lord give it to you this week if you need a phone may the Lord give you a phone this week if you need laptops may the Lord give you laptops this week if you need a job as you fast and pray, may the Lord give you a laptop. This week, if you need a beloved, this week as you pray, if you, if you need a beloved, may the Lord command somebody to come for you. I say anything you need this week, may the Lord give it to you. I say anything you need this week, may Jesus give it to you. I say may Jesus give it to you. That's so why you need to be here on Tuesday. But you need to be here on Tuesday? All the way to Friday, From 10 a.m., I can't hear you from 10 a.m., all the way to 8 p.m., or 9 p.m., yeah. We will be praying for a minimum of 12 hours a day, waiting on the Lord. Just there, waiting. We shall wait, wait, wait on the Lord. We We shall wait, wait
1: wait on the lord and learn our lessons well in his timing he will tell us what to do where to go what to say we must wait wait on the lord we must wait 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 Slide. In His timing, He will tell us what to do, where to go, what to say. We must
0: wait, wait,
1: wait, wait
0: on the Lord. We must wait. Give us the lyrics. I want everyone to sing that song. It's a very easy song. We must wait. I'm teaching you. We must wait. Wait, wait on the Lord, we must wait, wait,
1: wait on the Lord, and learn our lessons right. In this time he we hear tell us what to do, where to go, what to say.
0: Is that simple? Can we sing together now? Have you all caught the song? This side, have you caught the song? let's sing together here we must wait 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 on the Lord we must wait
1: wait wait on the Lord and learn our lessons well time in his
0: timing he will tell us what to do, what to
1: go what to say
0: That's simple have you got it Now can we sing together? We must wait sound of my voice. Father, this week we want I ask for the grace of supplication. The Bible says I shall pour out the spirit of grace and supplication upon them, that they will be able to wait upon the Lord. So Father, I ask that you pour out the spirit of grace and supplication upon every single soul that is listening to me right now. I pray, Lord, that it will be easy to fast and to pray. May the speed of prayer and supplication be upon everybody right now, Lord. Let us be able to wait on you, Lord. And as we wait on you, Father, these four days or five days, I'm asking that, Lord, you speak to us in your timing, Lord. Tell us where to go. Tell us what to do. Tell us what to say, Lord. Let this fasting be a turnaround of issues, Lord. The long-standing problems, the problems that cannot be solved, long-standing, problems that are there for so long, During this fasting, Lord, please deal with them, Lord. Deal with them, O God, and set your sons free. Father, I pray that in this season of of afflicting ourselves, Lord, as the psalmist said, before I afflicted myself, I went astray. But now I have learned to trust in your word, to learn your word. I pray that that shall be our story, Lord. Help us, O God, as we afflict ourselves, as we afflict ourselves, Lord. You can speak in tongues, go ahead and speak in tongues. The Bible says, He that speaks in tongues does not speak to men, but speaketh unto the Lord. Now, as you speak in tongues, speak to God, speak to God. Lord, as we speak in tongues, let the inner man be charged up for prayer. Let the inner man be charged up for prayer. Let the inner man be charged up for prayer. Lord, as we wait on you this week, draw us closer to you, Lord. Jesus, I want to be tried.
1: For you, the mm-hmm.
0: Participate in this fast, let them come out with answers. As Daniel prayed and he was answered, as Jesus prayed and he was answered, as Moses prayed and he was answered to the fact that he came forth with the glory of God on his face, let the same be our story, Lord. Lord, as we prepare to give our thanksgiving offering on Sunday, Please accept that offering. The Bible says, and the Lord accepted the offering of Cain, uh, the offering of Abel, and respected Abel with his offering. But the Lord respected the offering of Cain uh, and Cain himself. I pray that Lord, as we give, you will accept our offering and respect us, oh God. Let our offerings be respected before you. And our offerings produce forth an aroma of power and glory. As we consecrate ourselves, Lord, go before us, Lord, and change the course of our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I bless you because I believe and I know, Lord, you will hear us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Why don't we give the Lord a hand clap? Okay.